Happy New Year. It is 2023. Today's January 2nd. Um, how was everybody's new year? Did you have a good time? Welcome back to the Kohler Show. This year is going to be different. And I know that everybody says this and everybody is like New Year's resolutions and, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose weight and I'm going to get my life on track. But this year <clears throat> is actually that for me. And we're going to make big strides this year. Guaranteed. I'm going to guarantee it. Um, we have a system in place, uh, not like the Michael Scott system where he was like 31 days. I think that's actually the Casey Anthony system. Um, but let me tell you why this year is going to be different for me just based off of two days into the year. I usually on, let's say on New Year's Eve of the past, 10, 12 years, uh, I'm, at, I'm 28 right now, I'll be 29 in 16 days. Uh, I, I usually, it's, it used to be one of my favorite holidays, New Year's Eve, uh, because football, and then you go out, you get fucked up, and you try and hook up with somebody if you're single, um, which I've always been. And it's a good time, and you go out, and you party, and blah, 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 blah. And then you stay in the whole next day hungover and watch football again, um, which I would do every day if I could, which I'm going to do after this podcast while I'm editing it. And usually every year, that's it's one of the things I look forward to the most. I wouldn't say look forward to the most, but it's one of my favorite holidays. It's up there with like 4th of July and whatever. But this year, now I, I was sad because Michigan did lose to TCU, which I will cover in the sports episode this week. I'm going to stay away from it right now because it really ruined my day. I think it was partially my fault that we lost that game, and I will explain that again on the sports show later this week. I didn't go out. I literally stayed in my room. I didn't drink. I haven't drank since a few days before Christmas, actually. Um, so I've, I've been still keeping it pretty solid uh, since since I s went soft sober in September. September 17th, I think I've only probably drank like, you know, a handful of days, maybe two weeks worth of the, that since, since September. Um, but I didn't go out. I didn't drink. I didn't party. I stayed in. I watched the Ohio State-Georgia game. Great game. Again, again, covered on the, the sports show this week. And I just kind of chilled. Now, I did not sleep until like, I didn't fall asleep till like 2 o'clock. And that's my fault because I was drinking coffee during the Michigan game. Because I don't know why giving myself more anxiety during a football game helps me. Because um, it doesn't. But I do it anyways. It's just one of those things. And I woke up the next day and I was a little tired because I, you know, I went to bed at two and I woke up at seven, eight. Um, and, but it felt different because I wasn't hungover. Um, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't out drinking and like exhausting myself. It was more just so I, I couldn't sleep because of my, I was just so upset with the game and the coffee. 
didn't help. So I was just kind of fucking around on TikTok for a while. But this year, I, I actually took... This is my first episode in about three weeks. Um, and we'll get to why that is in a little bit. Not happy about it. But uh, I did take some time. I took a week uh, last week to just kind of sit down, look at where I'm at, write down everything I want to do, look at how to get there, and then make sure everything was set up to do that. So one of my goals this year is to release 100 podcasts. So 100 podcasts, this is going to be episode 16, so 116 or 115 podcasts is where I hope to be at the end of the year. And I think we're going to do that. Uh, A big way we're going to do that is cutting out going out, drinking, and vacations. Um, and to be honest, I've never really been a big vacation guy. But I still do it and overindulge and blah, 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 blah. So that's the first thing we're going to do is we're going to stop drinking. And it's really something that people should look into more. And it's something I don't understand about society right now is this... American culture is almost completely based off of like just going out and getting fucked up. Like, and technically you're doing the same thing every time you might just be in a different place. So it is fun. And I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my twenties. I did it. I partied hard. Um, but then it kind of seemed like this past year, I, towards the end, I just kind of one day woke up and I was like, or maybe it was one of the days that I didn't wake up because I was still awake. And you just kind of like, you're like, like you feel like shit. You have anxiety. You have like, you're sad. You just want to let you just lay in bed all day, just jerking it or whatever you do. Watching, rewatching movies that you've seen. You're not really getting anywhere. Um, and I feel like that's kind of like just a big part of like a loser mentality in American culture nowadays. And I'm not saying, like, don't go out every once in a while, have a few drinks, have a good time, get a little drunk, and, like, completely just never get hungover ever again, because I'm sure I will be hungover again. It's just the... And it's one of the worst parts of capitalism, and I love capitalism, but here's what it does. It everybody's working for the weekend is such a true statement because nobody actually wants to do their job. Really? They do it for the paycheck. I bet if you asked 80 to 90, I bet you, I bet you if they asked every single American that's working and every, even the ones that weren't working and said, do you enjoy your job? Do you like going to work every day? If you could do this the rest of your life, is this what you would want to do? And if you could have another job, Um, if you could have any job you wanted, would this be the job that you select? I think probably 90 to 95% of them, maybe even more would say no. And I get that not everybody can get their dream job. It's just physically impossible. And it's, that's one of the great things about capitalism is the, the, uh, competition to get somewhere is what really makes the product and the level of, competition just next level is you have to compete in order to get the spot or you're not going to get it. And that's not always true. And that's what makes, that's what different differentiates maybe a good company from a bad company, but you're, so everybody's doing this like kind of thing and, and different people have different 
uh, you know, standards for what they want or what they think or what they strive for, their, their level of ambition. And a lot of people just kind of settle into, I'm okay with this. This is what my life is. Um, I'll die one day. And if I'm a good boy, I'll go to heaven. And that's just not how I look at things. Like I don't, when people talk about retiring at, you know, 60 years old, it's like, you're going to live another 20 to 30 years. Probably. What are you going to do? If your whole life was built around, you know, selling mortgages or selling, you know, what are you just going to, what are you going to do? Are you just going to sit around and watch TV? You're going to read books all day. Like, I don't understand what, what the goal is there, especially with where society is heading, heading in 2023 anyways. But you, I, I don't understand the, it's like giving up kind of on life. And, you know, I'm not saying like, I don't know if I will work another job that I would prefer not to, um, any potential hiring manager looking at this right now, like, I'm going to give it all I got no matter what. But if you are a hiring manager watching this right now, why wouldn't I, you know, try and get to the next level of where I want to go, whether it's with the company that I interview with or take the job with or doing something else. Why like striving for something else is what you should do. American society right now, it's, it's, this is my life. This is where it's at. I'm not going to go, not going to, I mean, if I work at this company long enough, maybe it'll promote me. Maybe I'll be a manager. Maybe I'll be a team lead and maybe I'll make like, you know, fucking 5% more than I, than I was. And, you know, if my 401k does well enough and this economy does well enough, I can retire at 60 and then you retire at 60 and then you just sit around your house and you wait for your grandkids to get off school and you, that's your whole life. You just, you're just sitting there wasting it. And on the weekends, you work for the weekends because so, you don't want to be at work during the weekdays. You go out the weekends, you get super fucked up and you drink and maybe even during the weekdays you drink too, just so you can get through so that, you, you know, you forget about, you know, being average and depressed and having anxiety about, you know, your life not doing anything and you're bored and your life is boring. And, you know, if you just get stuck in that cycle like, what's the point? So that's why I'm kind of, I, I, I've realized that I don't even really like drinking. Uh, if it's for a night, you know, with my friends making memories, you know, that's where the in, that's where inside jokes come from. And that's where, uh, you know, you guys are one day throwing it back and telling about the bit, the good old days. And I'm still open to that. It's just those, it's just going out on a Thursday to go watch football and you have six, seven beers and you wake up the next day feeling like shit and you don't go to the gym that day. And then you're, and then it's Friday and you're, oh, I'll go out again tonight. And then it just keeps rolling over. It keeps fucking you up. Uh, that's, I'm going to avoid that now. Uh, so my goal this year is to also drink less than 50 days. And that's not, you know, having a glass of wine at dinner if you're out on a, at a nice dinner. I, I'm going to still do that, and that's not going to count towards my 50 days. And people are like, well, that's not truly being sober. It's truly not drinking. Well, you can go fuck yourself because um, it's my rules. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. 
it's 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 going to be a big year as far as me making content and trying to figure things out. And I don't think, I mean, last year was kind of a rough year. I, I quit my job. I traveled the country for four months, five months. Um, I moved back into my parents' guest house. Um, you know, on the outside, it doesn't look that great. I mean, I live in my parents' guest house basement. I don't have have a real job. Um, I'm just doing whatever I can to survive and I'm doing this podcast that nobody watches and you know, I'm, I'm still chase. I'm almost 29. I'm still chasing this dream of being a comedian and doing all this stuff, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Cause if I had it any other way, that means that I quit. Um, and not like quit, you know, quit at life. Because it would have been very easy for me at work to just shut my mouth and go to work every day and keep doing it. And I'd be made, I mean, I'm, I was making six, six figure. I would still, I would be making more money than I was most likely. Um, there was a girl I was seeing that maybe that probably would have gone somewhere. I probably would be moved in with her by now. And, you know, who knows where that would go. And it sucks that that part isn't going to go the way that it should have. But at the risk of one day waking up and being unhappy and being like, well, I, I have this job I hate and I'm 40 years old. I think it's worth it. And, you know, you never know where things are going to go in the future. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it feels great right now. Um, and it's only day two and we're going to see where it goes. But yeah, the it's it's just those New Year's once you do New Year's one time, you did you did it. Like I've done New Year's at a club, I've done New Year's at house parties, and that's not to say I'm not gonna do New Year's ever again, but it's just like you've done it. You know, you, you did the countdown, you watched the bowl games, you uh you drank champagne. I, I got offered to go to go, go to a bottle service downtown and somebody got a table, got bottle service. They're like, yo, come uh, get a plus one, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no. Like you sit in a room where they're playing music so loud you can't talk to the person next to you and you just sit there and you get fucked up and then you make bad decisions and you wind up at home at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. and you're just shit-faced and you, you sleep until and the next day and then and the day's basically over at that point cuz you're hungover anyways that's going to affect your physical fitness cuz you're going to go eat McDonald's or whatever it, it, so i guess i'm just over it and this year we're going to take steps towards the next thing moving into the next direction and uh you know i'm excited about it uh we'll see if it goes anywhere and maybe you know, in a year I'm, I'm nowhere. And I just, maybe I do get that. Maybe it was a mistake to quit my job and I go back and, and I quit and you guys can, uh, that are close to me can just find me, you know, reading books when I'm 65 and retired. Um, but yeah, where was, where did I go three weeks ago when I stopped releasing stuff and, being out there um well one day when i was drinking i was at a german festival and i was getting drunk as you do where the the whole 
goal of the German festival is to drink as many pitchers of beer as you can. Um, and you just kind of sit there and listen to shit music. Polka music is shit. I'm sorry if you like it. Um, and you just sit there and watch, you know, watch dudes play German music and you, uh, you drink and you drink and you drink. And I get a phone call, um, from my stepmom to go, go on a cruise and, you know, are you available on these dates? You want to go on this cruise? I'm kind of questionable on it. Cruises have never really seemed like my thing. Um, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't think I'm doing anything those days. And then it's just, you know, you kind of get, first off, you're drunk, so you're already making bad decisions. Your, your brain's not fully there. And then any kind of peer pressure, you're like, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. So, yeah, I got, I, I was like, I don't know. And then, and then basically everybody was like, well, you're unemployed. You're not doing anything. Why don't you go on the cruise? So I agreed. Um, now I was drunk, so I wasn't thinking completely straight. And I, my passport was damaged. I have a damaged passport because when I was moving, it was next to a box with cleaning supplies. One of the lids wasn't screwed on all the way and it soaked through, which uh, caused the edge of the passport to corrode, erode, whatever you want to say. Um, frustrating yeah and it was i was everybody goes what did you do what did you do to your passport and you have to explain that every time and it's extremely frustrating um because they're like this guy's not good at being an adult which admittedly i'm not and uh so that started probably a 10 day 10 to 12 day streak of just the most exhausting exhausting for not doing anything streak of days in my whole life. Um, so since I didn't have a passport and the cruise was in three weeks, uh, I needed to get a passport. So this starts on, this story starts on a Friday in which I fly to El Paso from Austin, fly to El Paso to sit there all day and, wait for them to make a passport. You're sitting there. They still make you wear masks, even though you're in El Paso, Texas, and COVID's been dead for like a year and a half, two years now. So you sit there, you have a mask, you're just in this waiting room. Uh, they go through and they, they do, like, you go up there for like a minute, sign some things, and they're like, okay, well, this will be done at like three. So now you're just in El Paso, Texas, just walking around. And you're like, I, I almost walked across the border. I didn't even know. I was just walking around. That was kind of scary. Um, just things slowly started becoming more Spanish, and you're like, oh, I don't think I should be here. Um, so, yeah, you just sit there, and, and so that's where I start I start drinking right then and there. Um, had a few beers. End of the day comes, get the passport, fly back to Austin. Um, now one of my best friends from Chicago, Matt, was in town. Go out with Matt Friday, make some mistakes. Go out with Matt Saturday, make more mistakes. Sunday, you're hungover because um, I barely slept, uh, if at all, on Saturday night. And then that loops into uh, a Monday recovery and getting ready to leave for Miami on Tuesday. Now, Tuesday, I leave for Miami. 
it's me, my stepmom, my dad. Um, and I know they're probably going to listen to this and maybe not be big fans of me after this. We'll see. Um, and so you're in Miami, uh, waiting for this cruise next, you know, go out to eat next day. Stepbrother flies in. And that's really where this just struggle for me started. Not because of my stepbrother. He's not that bad. Um, so you pull up to this cruise ship, right? And first off, whoever designed cruise ships was so coked out. The, like they were probably coked out on like a pontoon boat in a lake in like, I don't know when cruises started. I guess you could technically say the Titanic maybe, but that was kind of like a transportation ship to get from England to uh, the U S like before planes. So I, and maybe they were just like, this would be a great idea. It's literally like the biggest boat you've ever seen with just rooms. They have like a theater in there. They had a casino and just random bars and restaurants, a pool on the roof with a running track and a gym um, and a spa. And it's just like, there's like shuffleboard and a basketball court and shit. And the whole time I was like, this is just a summer camp. You know, when you like, were like in middle school and your parents didn't know what to do with you during the summer when you weren't in school. So they just sent you to the rec center and then you just kind of hung out with like some 16 year old kid for the day uh, and like just played with the other kids. That's what a cruise is, but on the water with overpriced drinks. The only thing you had to pay for on this whole cruise was drinks, which is genius because there's nothing else to do except drink. Um, I remember looking at my dad at one point. I'm just like, I'm like the level of people on this boat are not impressive. He's like, yeah, it would be way better if there was a bunch of cool people. And I was like, yeah, but a bunch of cool people would never decide to do this. And it's you like you get on this boat. And I was unaware, but like there were different nights, had different themes where you dressed like one night was a pajama party. And like the when you say it out loud, you're like, what what were you doing? And it was it was eighteen and up, thank God, because I I mean, if there were kids there, I would have I would have jumped off the boat. Um, it was it's the lowest level of people doing nothing, and you leave on this boat and you go from port to port. This was only two ports. So you land in Key West, Florida, or the Florida Keys, whatever. I don't, I think it's Key West. I don't know. I went to the southernmost point of the United States. That was the most exciting part of the trip, I think. Uh, actually, the Cubano I after, ate afterwards was, that was so good. Um, not as good as the place in Huntington Beach. But it was good. And you go, so we land in the Florida Keys, Key West, and... It's all just tourist shit. Like it's just t-shirt shops and it's nothing. There's a there's a little train tour that I don't know what they're going to take show you. It's literally just a normal beach town with tourist shops. 
it's i mean it's it's a nothing city like it's the coolest thing about the city is it has a beach which we didn't go to and everybody just walks around i guess and just like looks like looks around and like there's bars and there's t-shirt shops i mean like who what like if you, if this is your idea of adventure and like having a good time on vacation, I don't I I feel sorry for you because you're just walk. I it, like first off, you're on the boat and the, there's like schedule everything's scheduled for you to take classes and like go see shows, uh, which are performed by like just people that work on the boat, and you're just like it's it's literally like it's almost like being in it's it is summer camp. It's summer camp. You just. They're like, okay, archery's at 10, be at the archery field. Like, okay, after that, we're going to have lunch. Everybody have lunch. Um, you can have pizza or you can have fucking a sandwich. And then it, it's literally just drinking in between meals, just trying to figure out what to do with your day. Um, it, and I mean, like, when we talk about, I talk about the people on this boat, um, it's not... You know, I mean, I'm not trying to not, I mean, the people that worked there were great. I'm, I'm convinced they were held there against their will because I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like a form of human trafficking, but like what I, I, they're just on this boat bartending. Uh, I saw them walk, like, you know, when they weren't working, they were walking around doing whatever, which you would think would get boring after a day, which it did for me. And I like, at one point, a lady brought me a cup of coffee when I was just sitting there by myself, and she said, Thank, or "She said, anything else I can get for you? Are you good? And I said, no, are you good? And she started to tear up, and she said, yeah, why are you being so nice to me? And it, it was bizarre, bizarre, this bizarro boat. I'm, I'm, I mean, I like, the people that worked there were great and everything. And then the people on the boat, not saying that they were bad per se, but they, I mean, we're talking about the people I was just talking about. These are the people that have already quit. Um, there were swingers, which constantly were talking to me, trying to get me to sleep with their older wives, which I refused. Um, looking back, maybe I should have Maybe I didn't though. Um, I met a few nice people, you know, danced on a dance floor with nobody there with the DJ that, you know, probably does weddings when he's not on the boat. Uh, I, you know, there was a good gay population on the boat, which my family wasn't a fan of, which I didn't mind. And, you know, gay guys trying to hook up with me, which again, cool with that, uh, made me feel good about myself, to be honest with you. Um, and yeah, you're just sitting on this boat paying five to $10 per drink with nowhere else to go. And if the weather's not nice, there's nothing else to do. So it's either you just sit in your room or you go and you sit at a bar, but I can sit at a bar here. I can sit at a bar at home. I could have just gotten off in Key West. Um, and the lowest low. I mean, and then the next stop we did, we went to a city in the Bahamas, which was like owned by the company. So you get off this boat in the Bahamas and we rented a golf cart 
to drive to nowhere because there's one street of just, you know, there's one street that goes through where the people on the island live, which is like two shacks and like one bar. You're like, cool. And then you go to this beach club, which the boat with the company, the cruise ship company owns. And all the people that were serving you drinks on the boat are the ones that are serving you at the beach club. They just fucking got on a golf cart and drove them into the, into the place where you, and it was raining. So now you're not on a boat drinking beers and pina coladas. You're on, or you're not on a boat by the pool at the boat. You're by a pool on land, but it's the same people. It's the same people that were on the boat and it's the same servers that were on the boat. What? What? I mean, could you, can you like, can you explain to me where people in like, are like, this is a great, come on, let's go on this cruise. I, I, you go, we went to a place that the cruise ship owned. It was the same people. I, I mean, to each their own, I guess, but I, and I made the most of it. Believe me when I say I made the most of it and I partied by myself as hard as I could. But like when we're talking about just, I mean, we're talking about people whose like whole personality is being Republican. Um, and yeah, I'm going to touch on this. People's whole response or whole personality. That's just like, I'm a Republican, like fucking fucking gays, fucking they, thems, what's your pronoun? Listen to fucking dance music. And they're wearing shirts that say, like, the man and have an arrow pointing up and then the legend with an arrow pointing down to their dick, even though you know that they probably don't have. And it's it's almost completely that. And this, uh, and, and unfortunately, my, my parents have just become this. And it's, it's. It's just everything needs to be met with violence. You can't just fucking enjoy your day. Like every, like it's just judging other people, what they look like or what they're doing. And it's just like, let them be, let them do their thing. There was one point on this boat, the second night where they were doing this. It was a red party. So everybody was supposed to wear red. I didn't get the memo. I wasn't wearing red. And they're doing this whole like the fucking serpent of the sea story where like the this octopus because the boat the boat was I'm not gonna say who owned the boat, but their their colors were red and they're like the, the red octopus like raised the fucking party on, on the sea and the, the people of the ocean danced. And they had this whole like dance routine that these dancers that worked on the boat would come through. And the boat's just bars in different sections of the boat. So, you know, you karaoke bar, next bar is just, you know, bar with games. Like I saw grown-ass people playing um, mousetrap. I saw 45-year-old people playing mousetrap. And it's just, it, it's it, people, they these dancers, they come to the section of the bar, they dance, they do their whole spiel, and then they go to the next section. And now I'm not one to complain and I, 
honestly didn't even mind the performance. Um, my parents, on the other hand, are. Don't, I, if it's gay, they don't like it. Whatever. Fine. So we're going, we're in, we're in, we're at this bar and the dance thing starts. They don't like it. So we move to the next one and they, they couldn't figure out that if you move to the, to the next bar, they come to the next bar. So we're like, we're watching like the first five minutes of this dance thing every time and just moving to the next bar instead of just sitting there and they're like, well, the music was good and they took them off and the fucking, these people came and started singing and dancing. And you're like, well, if you just stay here until they're done, it's fucking 10 minutes. They put the band back on or the karaoke back on or whatever the fuck out back on. But that was just one of the funnier parts of the night. But the other part is just, you know, then we have one of those families where it's just like everything is complaining and bickering and not like nobody's really having fun. Like you're fake having fun at certain points. And then the rest is just like exhaust, emotionally exhausting complaining. That's what this whole thing was. And it, like, I'm the only one there having a good time. It, it felt like, and everybody was asking me why I hated it so much. I didn't hate experience i'm kind of glad i got to go on a cruise because now if anybody says do you want to go on a cruise i can say no i don't want to go on a cruise and i can say that confidently now because before i would say it without any experience now i've been on one it was what it was you know i i did it it was an opportunity wasn't for me it's just not the kind of vacation i like But, you know, everybody else in the group, you know, I don't know if anybody else's boomer parents do this, but, like, you know, we're in Key West walking the wrong direction, and you're just, like, just put the address of where we need to go in the GPS on your phone. We all have phones. What's the address? Put it in the GPS. It it gives you arrows of where to go. It says turn left in 500 feet. Do it. I don't, I, I don't know why, like, being able to get somewhere without a GPS is a talent or, like, something to be proud of. Nobody cares. So it was just, and, and, then, and then you're walking the wrong direction, pissing people off. People are walking off on their own. It's, it, and you're just like, and everybody's like, why aren't you have my back back there? Because I don't care. I don't give a shit. There's no reason to be upset. The only reason to be upset is because we're in a fucking pool party in the Bahamas that's the same as a pool party in Austin, and it's not even sunny. It was raining the whole time. Um, so, yeah, the whole, the whole cruise experience is based on the weather being nice, uh, the other people on the boat, I guess. I guess the locations that you go, I mean, it it honestly wasn't any different than just drinking in a regular city. Uh, You know, you still, I mean, you see these people on the boat, you know, you're like, Oh, I recognize that person. I said a few words to that person. Um, But like, do I have any lifelong friends from the cruise? I, I don't think so. I got invited to somebody's wedding 
who doesn't have my phone number or anything and no way to, I mean, unless they're listening to this right now and find me on Instagram or anything, which is super easy because my name, I'm the only person with my name, but I mean, you're not, I, there was a group on this boat who were like a gambling club and there's a casino on the boat. And the point of the, I gamble a lot, a lot. I gamble a lot. I gambled a lot yesterday. I gambled a lot the day before. And I was sitting in the at the bar in the casino because it was raining outside and there were no other bars open. And it's about noon. And this group who I guess does this every six months or so, they're at this, you know, they're lining up on the slot machines. And I guess there's a special game that they get put on by the cruise ship because it's like a package and they just tap the button as fast as they can tap the button, tap the button. I'm like, is there a strategy? Is there a way to win this? And like, Nope, it's just kind of luck. And I was unbelievable. It's unbelievable that you would go on a cruise ship to do this. To just And they were fucking slapping the shit out of these buttons and they were going ham. And then it was over. And I'm like, what? Like, Oh, we won $300. And you're just like, why, why are you on this boat? <laughs> I mean, I would recommend going on a cruise if it was one day. If that you got on the boat, Miami at night and like it goes off and like you party that night and then you're on the water for a day and then it comes back to Miami like that next morning and you get off, that would be kind of worth it. But after that, I don't know what you're doing on the boat. You're just either sitting in your room or sitting at a bar waiting for the next meal. Which, by the way, it's all inclusive, so you can eat whatever the fuck you want. So I... And believe me, I've I've had friends that are cruise ship people since I did this who were like, yeah, dude, like, kinda, like you know, with your family when you're single, it kind of sucks because everybody, you know, just... Fucking whatever. Like, we should go on a cruise. No, I'm not going on a cruise ever again. Ever again. Sorry. Sorry. If I marry a, marry a woman and she's like, oh, for our honeymoon, let's go to a cruise. Go on a cruise and we're engaged. I'm calling it off. If you're a cruise ship person, I'm calling it off. And that's not to say that there's not lovely people that go on cruises. There are. You just probably aren't working with a big brain. Sorry. Sorry. There's no adventure in a cruise. Sorry. And, and you know, maybe there's somebody out there being like, oh, you just went on the wrong cruise. Not willing to risk it. Not risking it. Sorry. Have fun on the cruise. I'll be at home. You know what? When you're at the bar, call me because I'll just go to the bar down the street. Cheaper beers. Cheaper beers. So, yeah, I've officially retired from family vacations. <laughs> if you're watching this and you're part of my family, I've officially retired. I'll Christmas and Thanksgiving, I'll be there. Even Christmas is kind of a iffy thing for me right now. Thanksgiving, I'll be there. Like, 
That's not even the end of it. We get back to Miami. So I've been gone. I went to El Paso Friday, Saturday, Sunday, drank with my buddy Matt. Tuesday, I'm in Miami. Wednesday, I'm on a cruise. Sunday, I get back from this cruise uh, where we met up with two people who are getting on the cruise. And I had to sit there and lie to them like it was going to be a great time, which I'm sure I bet they did have a great time, actually. And I mean, you should. You should enjoy it if you're on the cruise. Uh, If you don't have a ticket right now, don't buy one in the future. But if you're on the cruise, have a good time. Fucking drink and watch the shows and, you know. I think next time if I, I'm not even going to throw it out there. If I could go back and redo it, I think I would go and talk to as many people as I could on the boat and tell them a different profession and backstory for me every single time and just try and get as many people as I could to just have as many different backstories as I could, hoping that maybe one of they'll cross and I'll become like some sort of super celebrity on the boat. That's the only other thing I would do. Anyways, we get back to Miami. We get off the boat. We meet with these people getting on the boat, have breakfast with them who we knew. Um, I think one of them is my cousin or some shit. I don't know. Uh, I hope they had fun on the cruise. And, you know, then we get on the plane, going back to Austin. Now, another thing I agreed to, because I don't have anything going on, which I need to stop agreeing to things just because people don't say I have anything going on because I'm trying to have something going on. But it's really hard when you're doing these just fucking slugs. And I'm not saying that I, you know, I, I'm happy I did this because I was helping out my dad and, you know, that's a good thing to do. And it was this kind of my Christmas present to him. He bought a car in Bakersfield, California. And so we go, he, I got volunteered basically to go on this trip with him to go buy it and get the car back to Texas. Now, Could we and should we have flown there, rented a truck and a trailer, and then picked up the thing and then drove back? It would cut, you know, 20-plus hours off of the trip. Yeah. Yeah, we should have. We should have. But we didn't. Uh, So the next morning after we land in Austin at 8, we get home around 9, 10. I go to bed. Next morning, we're up. We're in the truck. We are driving to Bakersfield, California from Austin, Texas. For anybody that doesn't know, that's like a 20-plus hour drive. And, you know, it's good. You know, you're going to spend time with your dad and all that. Uh, I I just spent the whole summer living in a car, so I was kind of used to it a little bit. Uh, living in a car and going, you know, little 300-mile sections every time you want to go 100 miles or 300-mile sections from uh, city to city and, like, you know, seeing different things and going and, you know, seeing what every town has to offer is different than getting in a car and just 20-plus hours, just wall, wall, wall. You're just driving through El Paso, just fucking gun, gunning it through Tucson and Phoenix. Outside of L.A., you get to Bakersfield, California, the the fucking golden city, and you go and you buy this and you get it on the truck, and what else is there to do besides start driving again, except now you're two trucks. You're driving two trucks now 
And when I say you're driving two trucks, I mean you're driving a truck with another truck attached to it, which slows you down. So now it's even more time. And we did stop. We stopped in Vegas for a night where, you know, saw some friends for about six hours or so. Had a few few drinks with them, so the, the drinking's still going on. Uh, the whole time you're eating like shit because you're on the road. That's what you do when you're on the road. It's not like you're like pulling over to make a salad. Uh, you're just kind of grabbing whatever burger you can get. Uh, so I lost a lot of progress I had made from October to that point. Physically, like being in the gym and working out every day. And it's just, boom, you're on it again. It's just hours and hours of just pulling this. And by the time I got back on Thursday, I... I hit my bed. I woke up at like four in the afternoon covered in drool. I was so exhausted. It was on the cruise ship. I was the only one in the family out every night, you know, trying to enjoy the nightlife and, you know, dancing and hanging out at the bar and trying to meet people, um, which there was like one single girl there. And she was, I mean, she was pretty hot, but I, I mean, nothing happened. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So I got back Thursday, slept all day. I mean, the whole weekend was shot, basically. It was just trying not to die. And then we had Christmas, and then this week we had New Year's, and it was just me trying to get everything ready for this this push this year. And I would say we're off to a good start. Uh, you know, I hope this was a good episode. I feel like I'm improving. I'm a little more confident. I'm a little more comfortable little more loose. Um, so yeah, all that's left to do is just fucking put our head down and keep going. Um, and hopefully we'll get there one day. Hopefully, man. But this is going to be it for, uh, for this episode, um, here on Monday. Um, remember to like subscribe and follow and all that shit on whatever you're listening to or watching it on. And if you you have a YouTube account, just fucking pull it up right now and just type in the Kohler show. Go on there and just please just subscribe and like the video. Uh, if you're on Spotify or whatever, just, just click on, just click on where it says the Kohler show and then just click follow. Please just do that. It helps out a lot. Um, it gives me a little boost, you know, to keep on going because I'm like, you know what, you know, fucking, I got, I got another one. And right now it's just anything I can get, I will get, and I'll take it, and I appreciate it. And I love you guys that are watching this, and we're going to keep on going, and it's going to be a hell of a year. It's going to be a hell of a year for me. It's going to be a hell of a year for you. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. We're all going to be better people after this. Um, we're going to ignore the fact that we're basically going into like nuclear war with Russia and, you know... Um, I've officially flipped sides on the Russia thing. I'm now pro pro uh, Russia. So give them Ukraine, please. While we're at it, give China Taiwan. Just give it to them. Uh, I don't want any part of it. I'm not going over there. Uh, you know, call me a coward if you want. But truthfully, I feel like we have enough issues here. Uh, we shouldn't be paying Ukraine to push us into nuclear war. But, you know, that's just one man's opinion. It's just an opinion. That's all it is. Um, but, yeah, hey, I'm Kohler. This is The Kohler Show. I'll catch you next time.